I'm Tyler. What are butt plugs? Dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery. This is my playroom. I have all the consoles and a PC. Hanson. <laughs> and this is Tessaly Red Deal. <laughs> Just red. And this is the franchise, the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Sometimes we cover The Matrix and sometimes we cover Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, we had, we had a better one that was actually way worse. So we're just going to, we're covering Fifty Shades of Grey now, everybody. Yeah, I was like, I want to call it better. <laughs> for a, just in time for the week after Valentine's Day, we're covering Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Right before this, we would have been covering Matrix Resurrections, which yep. I think works as a Valentine's movie. Yeah, sure. It it definitely ends in love. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Just like the Land Before Time. <laughs> yeah, just how Land Before Time's about Time State movie, or I don't know. Uh, yeah, love is central to those movies. I think <laughs> love is at the heart of it, indeed. Mm-hmm. And you've heard her already, including her nickname uh, for the episode. But joining us once again is. Dare I say, dare I give you a, a uh, I don't think we ever gave you like an actual show nickname though. No. Like everyone's got their own titles. So can I say wow. the game, the game changer, Tesla? Game D? changer. Is that? Wow. Is what that have I done to earn that title? Well, you, um, pr- you've definitely turned everybody around on uh, Temple of Doom, if I recall. Oh, right on. And, and uh, Godfather 3. And Godfather <laughs> yeah. Coda, yeah. Godfather Coda. Well, I think I'm Game Changer's it, fitting. I'm, I'm not going to change one single game on this. On this <laughs> <laughs> They're right about this one. <laughs> Man. So many we'll good times we had with uh, Christian. Don Altabello <laughs> in Godfather Coda and his cannolis. Shoving and, a whole uh, cannoli down our throat. Yeah. And, As he as he slowly dies, the mixing his last mixing ricotta pleasure life. and pain. <laughs> yeah. And short round and all the other uh, child workers of Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're draw. Now, now we're uh, here for another kind of pain with uh, <laughs> this new franchise we're kicking off. Yeah, movies which I think we've not, the three of us have not seen, right? I've never bore witness to this before. <laughs> oh, certainly not. Uh, I have and... watched YouTube channels like analyzing it though. Mm. I'll watch any YouTube video analyzing anything, I swear. <laughs> this, this will prove it. <laughs> That's true. If you didn't do this in an earlier episode, I think you've just talked about it a few times about watching YouTube videos about 90 Day Fiance, but not watching 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> yeah. I, I, did that for the bachelor as well. And you know what? I think that those three things, um, you know, this this motion picture included have probably a lot of audience overlap if I had to stick oh, a test. I like that you call this a motion picture. <laughs> yeah. It's cinema. I mean, I yeah. guess it literally like, yeah, there's frames moving. <laughs> it is That's a what makes it a motion a picture. A moving picture if there ever was one. And also it's like a June Diane Rayfield reference but also yeah it's it's cinema it's just <laughs> i don't a know really long about gift. that one yeah yeah that actually it's sadder than that though you know <laughs> um yeah uh before we get into the movie we should do our usual segment of what's new 
Thanks, Connery. Ooh. That one was a little sad. Well, <laughs> this movie makes me sad. Yeah. Um, there's a combination of that. I think this is the latest we've ever recorded. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll cue in about halfway through when I'll be like, oh, Connery's asleep. He'll <laughs> <laughs> just blare the air horn so like, oh! Which, hey, about halfway through this movie, I felt like falling asleep. But um, Oh, I literally did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I watched it at 8 a.m. when I was wide awake. I knew I could have fallen asleep. That's wow. You watch all your best movies, Connery. Like, that it's one true. time you watched Good Time at, like, 6 a.m. or something. Yeah, I watched Good Time, Mandy, and uh, some other, like, neon field horror movie. <laughs> but uh, wow. on, on that note, <laughs> is there anything new that you've been watching at 6 a.m., Connery? Uh, that's a good question. Um, playing, I guess. This uh, yesterday on the subject of ninety day fiance videos, I from 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 a producer of ninety day fiance on Discovery Plus, I started watching a show called Love Off the Grid, and oh. boy howdy, there's some weirdos. And <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your uh, VHS cover quote. Boy, the, box, the box set. <laughs> <laughs> boy howdy, there's some weirdos. Oh yes, yeah, basically uh people kind of mostly them reconnecting with their exes and like giving each other a second chance and like either the man or the woman like lives in the middle of like nowhere in like Kentucky or Iowa or something like that. And they and it's a whole bunch of culture shock with people from the city and they go, Oh, I didn't expect it to be this hard. And they're I didn't expect it to be a one-room shack. And they're like, well, that's how it is. So I mean, I also kind of live in a one-room shack. It's just an eye, right? So. Exactly. <laughs> it's so, called a studio. It's called a studio. Yeah, but do you have a, a big gray beard and are probably anti-vaxxed? Um, I was about to say probably until the vax part, but yeah, you no. Would- do you intentionally walk outside to poop in a toilet and refuse to build a structure around it for some reason? Like, like not even an outhouse? It's not even an outhouse. One of these dudes just like poops out in the open. He's like, sometimes there's snow everywhere. What? (laughs) Is he like reciting poetry that has nothing to do with anything? (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes there is like, because it's literally just a toilet out there, like a little like outside toilet. And not not like... that's not even up to Shrek standards. No, it's it was disgusting. He was like, but I get to look at all the nature. And I was like, you're nasty, man. Yeah, this nature gets to look at you. Yeah, it looked like duty. a coyote just like ran up to and bit you in the butt or something. But anyway, but, but yeah, so <laughs> that show's been weird. Uh, I watched two episodes of it and it was like, I don't know if I'll return, but it was definitely something interesting. What's it called? Love Off the Grid? Love Off the Grid. On Discovery, Discovery Plus. Plus, your new favorite mm-hmm. streaming service, which it I <laughs> am unfortunately still paying for because, uh, I guess not unfortunately, but I did no, pay money great. to watch Candy Coated Christmas. Oh, yes. Your recommendation. Um, well, you wow. need to just keep holding on to it because it's very important streaming service. You're right. But... Uh, as long as I have Apple, Apple TV, you have to have Discovery Plus. <laughs> That's true. That's Better watch Greyhound. Yeah, gotta watch Greyhound. <laughs> That's what it's called. And uh, I don't know, a video game I was playing, I started playing uh, Sifu this morning, and it's uh, really, really, really hard. Uh, what's what's that about? Don't you like keep dying and you get older or something every time you die? But yeah, it's a it's, game. yeah, it's like a kung fu fighting game. 
And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun, but it's very frustrating at the same time. Like you, you gotta be precise in all your movements. And at first I was doing really good. And then I got to the second level and I just got destroyed every single like second. And I was like, Oh my God, I need to put this down. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's what's new with me for now. Uh, Tyler, what's new with you? On the note of 90 day as well, there's a new, <laughs> there's a new series of Joe Millionaire a reality show that I bring up way too often to Lily because that was like my only only frame of reference for like reality shows I think like I never watched The Bachelor so I just remember Joe Millionaire being on and when I watched like I Love the 2000s or whatever (laughs) we talk about it um I mean I watched all those like VH1 shows like uh Rock of Love and flavor of love like all those like yeah. and and next i guess that was the ones i was mostly <laughs> next. <laughs> next really needs to get brought back it does yeah. i don't think the other ones oh shot at love with tila tequila for some reason i watched like all of those three <laughs> that yeah that was sort of like a crossover an internet hybrid though sort of right i mean obviously yeah tequila tequila was a myspace thing do you guys remember that show it was a lot like next there's actually two there's mm. two other dating shows that I feel like probably followed in the wake of next success, which were one where you could go into the bedroom. Room Raiders. Oh, no one remembers <laughs> this except you. That's great. Okay, Room Raiders. And it would just be like girls being like, oh my God, this is disgusting. Like, wow, I, this is really foul. And then inevitably they'd pull out a black light and see how disgusting their sheets were. That like, Uh-oh. that was the show. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, the other one was, and, and I am hoping that you can remember the name for this one too, okay. uh, <laughs> was um, like, the, there'd be like two X's of a person whispering into the ear of someone going on a date with someone else for the first time just being oh like, my yeah God. he's full of shit he's full of shit, he's full of shit. <laughs> like the whole time i don't know what that one is at all <laughs> yeah it's hard to imagine that they would have like that much to say about what's going on but you never know yeah. um but yeah next is definitely king. huh i remember parental control friend of patrol parental control where they, oh uh, yeah what's that one Oh, that was when like the parents would be upset about whoever their son or daughter was dating. And so they'd set up, set them up with like four other people on the show. Oh. And then they'd choose you know, if they want to be with one of the new people or stay with the boyfriend dash girlfriend that the family hates. Damn. Sometimes uh, I wonder like if I had been born a decade before, like would I have one of those jobs? You know, instead of the job <laughs> I have now. You'd be the okay. associate producer on Next. Yeah. <laughs> That'd Which, be pretty cool. Honestly, yeah. sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super tight. I remember yeah. liking Next. I'm looking at pictures of Roommates. Like yeah, Roommates looks familiar, and apparently Zach Efron guest starred on an episode of Roommates. So uh, that's information worth uh, sharing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, Joe Millionaire. Uh, I don't remember what the subtitle of this show is, the new season. I think it's on Hulu, but. Uh, there's two of them. There's two Joe Millionaires. One of them's actually rich and one of them's not. Oh, so <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Which is an interesting concept. But and so like, like the women don't know who's actually rich, obviously. Yeah. But um, the guy who's not rich, like they, they show it in the, in the first episode yeah. and everything. So not to 
it's not it's like a 10 minute into the show spoiler for this <laughs> whatever i don't think anyone cares about joe millionaire 2 or whatever but um there's like one one guy has like a family ranch or something like that that he like owns now yeah so he's like really rich and then the other guy's like a construction uh worker but he has his own business and everything too so it's not like he's like working out like or- like he's not working like a minimum wage job or anything like that. Like he's actually like he has his own business and stuff too. So it's not like something like he'd be like contestant on The Bachelor, to be honest. It's like the Bachelor contestants these days are like doctor or uh, literally like owns a construction company. That's way too much information. They're just gonna say entrepreneur, yeah. <laughs> over and over again. But yeah, so it's like it would be more interesting as. If, they, if there was a, a much bigger difference between the two and like the construction worker guy is like a little beefier and has like a man bun and a beard and the mm-hmm. other guy's like uh not i don't know he's got his own look christian gray <laughs> yeah let's yeah let's let's say that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that shows trash <laughs> i'm saying it <laughs> as if it's like oh that'd be an interesting like sociological uh study of like who they actually like of pettiness because that's what i always liked about like the concept of the original one but then it's also just funny that he's at the end of that original show or whatever it's just like oh yeah i don't actually have any money like that sucks (laughs) (laughs) i mean a part of me's like like oh but it's not about the money it's about love but i guess any contestant on a show like that is definitely interested in the money (laughs) yeah but um, yeah, you can check out that on uh, Hulu. If like I watched like two episodes, or no, I think I only watched the first episode. Mm. But since we're doing one episode, two episode uh, reality show stuff. And then just real quick, I watched uh, upon Lily's suggestion, we watched uh, the Lance Bass starring film On the Line. Oh, Do you guys know about this movie? No. Uh, I didn't either, but apparently Lily had seen it when it came out at some point in her life i don't know but um sorry lance, lance bass of uh nsync and joey fatone and joey fatone yes and joey fatone's like his best friend and joey fatone's actually like why pretty- did you mention why did you only mention lance well, that's kind of fucked up lance is the main <laughs> no honestly it is because lance 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 is the main character but he's like really flat and like <laughs> not a good actor but joey fatone's actually like funny in it and he's actually doing a bunch of like bits and gags and stuff and he's i don't know he's uh he's good he looks kind of like dane cook in this movie because <laughs> he has like the frosted tips and everything but anyways lance bass is like i honestly couldn't even tell you the plot of the movie other than that like he has like a crush on this girl in high school and then it's like seven years later and he's works for an ad agency so there's some minor mad men stuff going on there it is uh which is kind of it's cooler than it should be but uh when was this when was this made 2001 Mm -hmm. space odyssey yeah it truly is a space odyssey so anyways (laughs) he works in ads for an ad agency and someone like steals his idea and he's kind of like trying to find his own way in his career but he meets this girl on the train who i think is supposed to be it all takes place in Chicago. I think it's supposed to be the girl from high school because I think it's the same actor. He can't like come up with like the courage to talk to her. Like can't find her. Oh no, he can't find her again. I'm like mm-hmm. barely remembering the plot of this. This is horrible. <laughs> 
but anyways he's trying to find her again so he puts out ads and it's just like oh like were you the one or something like that and then that he gets promoted at his ad agency for like doing this big ad even wow. though he meant to like meet the girl it's just like a boy meet girl movie that sucks but hey i think i liked it better than 50 shades there you go because of joey patone but anyways tesley what's new with you sorry i'm i'm googling images from this this picture <laughs> There's one of the girl like this motion picture smooching his cheek and he's going like this. <laughs> wow. Um, what's new? Uh, well, I've been watching Euphoria. Blah blah. Um, oh, nice. And I fit. Uh, we've been like mixing it up with Ozark in the middle of the week. Um, and I kind of want to watch Pam and Tommy or whatever. But it's also one of those things where like. I wasted some time today, like typing in the words, <laughs> like Lily, what's her name, the name of the actress, and then like in quotes doesn't look like Pamela Anderson because I wanted to find someone else that had this opinion that they just don't look alike, and like all it was was articles about like how she transformed herself into Pamela Anderson, one hundred percent. So like you're like no, <laughs> yeah, like wrong answer, and I know I'm not gonna find like you know an opinion that no one's gonna write about it but what yeah, is obvious the elephant in the room that these people don't look like the people they are portraying it's fine i still want to watch it um you know Leslie, have you been watching the book of boba fett by chance no is it <laughs> like based off the book of mormon or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the book of eli um, <laughs> i will say without spoilers there's well, it's kind of spoil. Whatever. I, I you don't care, right? The yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Just uh, whoever would care has probably seen it already. But anyways, I'm just saying, would you prefer the actors not really look like them, or would you prefer CG full CGI face replacements oh, with like yeah, speak no. and spell voices? Okay, not that, not that for sure. I thought you were <laughs> did, gonna did say that like to Luke Skywalker. Uh, oh yeah, you haven't seen it yet, huh, Connor? <laughs> I, I know all the spoiler things that happened in that episode. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that should be illegal. I think that should be full on illegal. But um, I, you know, if you had said like a really bad actor that looks like exactly like the person versus a really good actor that doesn't look exactly like the person, mm-hmm. um, if it's a child actor, a bad child actor, I say throw him in there, get him on there for sure. But if it's an adult, like a young adult versus an old adult, probably prioritize acting skills. Hey, coincidentally, Sebastian Stan is like, oh, I look like Mark Hamill. You should cast me as Luke Skywalker. So I guess there's some crossover. Hmm. I feel like I keep hitting my, uh, I don't know, certain parts of words weirdly today. And I sound like Canadian or something. Hmm. You are. I just said crossover. (laughs) Yeah, watch it, bud. Canadian uh, bacon. On the line, part of something called Shitfest 2014. Hmm. For film grimoire. Uh, so do you like uh, Pam and Tommy or? I haven't watched it yet. That was okay. my thing. I just want to watch it. Yeah. I also want to see the worst person in the world because the internet oh, yeah. keeps reminding me that I am the demographic for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored ads. Yeah um that looks good so they're getting it right nice well 
Can we talk about anything else besides this movie now? <laughs> I think we have to face it. All right. I feel like this is a good what's new for this movie because it's just like, hey, what, what trash or trash adjacent stuff have you been watching? <laughs> I think that's why it came to our minds so quickly, so yeah. readily. <laughs> uh but yeah what uh i think kind of already know how i feel about it but uh tessie what did you think of 50 shades of gray well i i had heard that it was bad but i guess i didn't you know like like i'm just gonna come out and say it there was a time in my life when i probably would have relished hating on a movie like this and how horrible it was but that that time in my life is well over a decade ago and like I've since learned that it's not very cool to hate things. It's actually pretty cool to like enjoy things and see the good in them. And I cannot do that with this movie, like at all. <laughs> There's really just not much. Like even like when Tyler, you were like, "Do you want to do this movie?" And I'm like, "Yeah, for sure." Dakota Johnson has been on my hair Pinterest board for years. Her hair was messed up half the time. She looked yeah. like she had just taken it down from a ponytail the entire movie. And I don't understand like how something so simple and like I don't know hard to mess up could even get it wrong in this movie um it was just like the most egregious thing in my opinion was that no one even that there appeared to be no attempt to rewrite the script from what was clearly like (laughs) yeah like like just a lady (laughs) there's yeah jotting stuff down you know like just getting it out there there's so many lines that i'm just like this does not feel real at all (laughs) just like just just trash and i'm sorry but like the director was like yep that's a wrap you know we did it we got it all in there was no clearly no attempt to also as i pointed out earlier there was an option to buy this as a director's cut, to rent Ooh. this movie as a director's cut. So someone out there was like, we need more. We need more than two hours of this. We need more full nudity, yes. fuller nudity. Fuller. It wasn't full nudity, but there was plenty of, it just is like, and, and that's the other thing too. And I'm sure that this is, this is like a critique that has been, you know, leverage against this movie many 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 times but it was boring you know for a movie all about sex it was not you know you were like oh okay they're doing it like cool mm-hmm. and then they do it again and it looks very similar and then they do it again and it looks very similar and then <laughs> by the time you reach the end and she's like sorry but i'm just gonna go straight there she's like what's the worst you can do to me and i'm like i also want to know the answer to this question because before it is i'm just like lazily like booping her with like booping is a good word it's yeah yeah, it truly is booping it's like it's like (laughs) bopping like a dog on the nose when it does something bad it's just like yeah don't do that yeah i'm like you're the worst status ever i'm like oh wait no jk (laughs) it just like i was underwhelmed i was underwhelmed and for her to be like i hadn't even imagined she didn't even say this but she implied that like i never would have imagined that you'd you take it there it's like he's like i've killed women anna like this is what i do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he starts like at the at the uh um hardware store i almost said tool store i'm like there's a better <laughs> name for this hardware store but uh he starts off being like 
oh, I'm a serial killer or whatever. That's why I need all these tools. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I would believe it. Yeah, he's the, he's the American psycho. I was like, I was like, like, look at him. Stalking this lady, basically, already. Like, I don't know what to tell you. He exhibits intense Edward behavior. And let me tell you, when it's not an immortal being doing it to you, it becomes a lot less endearing. Yeah. It's also yeah. that thing, like, very similar to the first season of You. I haven't seen mm. season three yet, so no spoilers. But he becomes completely obsessed with what was her name was is becca or it's beck Beck, yeah beck yeah beck is dumb as hell beck is so (laughs) it's so boring beck is like and that's how this felt it was just like wow i have found an empty vessel for me to project all of my fantasies onto exactly but that that's the point even in you where like he finds out she's boring and then it makes him mad and then right. he's like, he's like, I can't project her. It's like, she has a personality, but it's so bland and boring. And now right. I'm mad that he kills her. Right. Yes. But like, there's only so far that I can like, I don't know, take that before I'm just like, why do I care about these people? I don't care oh, about exactly. these people. I'm sorry. So yeah, that's what I thought of Fifty Shades of Grey. I was totally excited to just like watch some tawdry bullshit and it was just like kind of boring and and really badly written and just like god like the whole like sorry i was about to i was about to wrap it up but like the the whole like cosmo thing and he's there and her mom is like i like him already what what kind of red flag loving mom would say i'm so glad that you're controlling boyfriend showed up out of the blue to tell you and, to stop drinking and ordered a very specific alcoholic beverage and yeah. he says now you stop it yeah like there's out a, of this world there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's like doesn't even have to do with like bdsm it's more so he's just like being controlling and some like abusive to an extent yeah, he wants know? to be her life dom in addition to bedroom dom yeah and it's just like he yeah so but here's a lot the thing: problematic things going on, huh? But here's the thing: Christian's a sub. He's a sub, and I, and I, once a sub, always a sub. Like, because wow. even, even when she's like, "No," or like, "I'm not doing that," he she just goes, "Oh, oh, okay." Yeah. <laughs> like he's not a dumb at all. He's a sub. He wants to follow her into the elevator, and then she's like, "No," and then he like stops. He goes, "Oh." But yeah. he, she does that a couple other times too, where I'm like, if you're a dumb, act like a dumb. You're just being controlling. You're but just- that also plays into his whole psychology as like being abused as a teen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just like constantly being like, oh, I'm good friends with the, my mom's friend still, even though. Uh, well, you raped me as a teenager. Yeah. From like 15 to 21 or whatever. Like, yeah, six years. So. There's a lot of stuff that's not handled too well in this movie. I will yeah. Say. No, <laughs> it's not, not really given the depth it deserves. Let's no. put it that way. But I, I did see in my notes just the part where he says, welcome to my world. And then he does like the light booping. <laughs> 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 it was so funny. Oh, I know. It was, it was so underwhelming. And like the whole like, like imagine that you had a vintage car. That's what it was. And your boyfriend just sells it, sells it, and then buys you a new stupid car, a new stupider car. Yeah, a stupider really car. Just... I agree. Her bug has so much personality that he gets to this like ugly looking one. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I want my car back. He's like, I told you I sold it. She's like, 
Okay, I want the money. <laughs> Aren't they like not even in a relationship yet? At that not, point, like, yeah, they, she never signed the contract, dude. Oh yeah. my gosh, look at that skyline. She hasn't signed a sex NDA. I changed. I had my background for just the two characters. There's not very good Fifty Shades of Grey backgrounds, but now it's just the Space Needle in the background. Did you guys know there's a really like slight Frasier reference in this movie? Is it the helicopter? <laughs> I really liked in the helicopter sequence with like the weird song playing. All the songs are weird in this, but uh, the, so they the song... killed a good five minutes just in that like plane thing. <laughs> yes, it. yes, the plane. <laughs> I was Lily and I were watching this together, and she's like, "Why are there something along the lines of like, why are there so many songs?" I'm like, "Well, Danny Elfman did the score, and he probably just refused to do most of it, so they just had to fill it in with like generic romantic pop songs." He's like, I'm going to start writing it like it's Batman if you you keep it going. I mean, I wonder if you get, like, original song, like, if you have a bunch of original songs on your playlist on Spotify or whatever, Mm. do you rack up that money? Maybe. That makes sense. All that Spotify money? Yeah. All $200 (laughs) you could make. Uh, Connie, what's the Frasier reference? Oh, thank you. Um, for her, like, I think physical that Christian makes her get. Um, she, <laughs> he, he, he prescribes her to eat only tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, and and she says, she's, he says, he says, what the doctor? She says, well, Doctor Crane said, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. Frasier reference, Frasier reference alert, and I. I broke the glass and the alarm went off in my house. Wow. <laughs> and then the clown hair came out again. <laughs> and I put it on. I started like pulling at it. The season one Fraser clown hair. Wow. I honestly like it, drawing a complete blank at that scene. I remember, I remember specifically her saying like, oh my gosh, I have to eat what he prescribes or whatever. Yeah. But like. I, I remember also thinking, like, what, what is he going to make her eat? Speaking of 90 Day and everything, while we were watching this, we were talking about a little bit that uh, 90 Day star who also was selling farts or whatever in jars. Ugh. Uh, neither of you know about this? I do know about that, actually. I just still think it's nasty. <laughs> yeah, and then she had to go to the hospital because she was eating too many beans and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so she like was having huge stomach cramps because of her diet that like made her fart a lot but um yeah and I was just like I mean the honesty (laughs) I mean like she really was farting you can know right away not every jar has a fart in it there's no fart in here (laughs) Prove it. Okay, prove it. Exactly. It didn't even stink. Unfortunately for you, my farts smell like nothing. So you're welcome. I don't really want to get too in in the weeds about uh, jarred (laughs) farts because there's probably way too much information about it on the internet. (laughs) And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm really up to it right now. But anyways, I was bringing, bringing that up just because He's like, you, I ha- you have to have like a very specific diet and only drink so much. So I was just like, hey, Lily, what if he like he made her eat only beans or something? <laughs> I have very particular taste. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, and also, honestly, like a, a more interesting movie. Just I, <laughs> <laughs> it being like, it's just all about like being a, a fart fetishist. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? You know, if if you read this, all of Christian's lines as like Twilight fan fiction, which is, I guess is what this was. Yeah. 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 Um, it kind of makes a lot more sense because I have very particular tastes. Uh, it's just, I exercise control in all things. Is another line he says. Um, the he play runs. Edward probably would be a sadist. Um, she, uh, I don't think Edward would be a sadist. Come on. I don't know, man. <laughs> She's like drunk at the party, and her friend who christian's like oh he's just a friend like yeah we've been good friends for like eight years or something for like a long a long time the photographer and then like he and then oh he's hitting on her at the party yeah and then christian's like where are you i know where you are like he doesn't he, like, how does he even know where she is and then he His just shows up as if he has vampire powers like when she he's, he's like he jumps between them he was like in seattle and he like suddenly is on screen running at them and being like oh stop oh what's going on he aggressively flew the helicopter low through the streets of seattle <laughs> yeah. he went as fast as edward runs i think that the the in canon reasons that his brother is at the club oh which, right yeah for a while i thought he actually wasn't his like biological brother but then he's at that family dinner so like, i guess he is his biological brother that's his biological I mean, he brother he showed up to the hotel where she was getting drinks with her mom so yeah yeah it he's wouldn't a- be that surprising if he was tracking her legitimately however can someone please explain to me i and it's possible that i missed this too why the fuck did she have a flip phone <laughs> that's what Lily was saying too. It's just like, it's what year is burner. this? What year is this supposed is to it, be? Well, that would make sense, but I don't remember him. And maybe I just missed it. But like, did he hand her a sex burner at some point? No, he because... didn't. I just assumed it was a sex burner cell phone. She's just. A... Why would you get someone a car but not a smartphone in 2015? Well, it he... can't be traced back to him. If they find out he's a weirdo, his business will collapse under him. That mommy and daddy definitely gave him the seed money for. He's not successful. <laughs> yeah. He gave her uh, a laptop with, like, information. I, he just gave her a laptop to, like, look up stuff about BDSM. But, like, when it shows the, the, the like, infographic on the laptop, it looks like a like HR training for Sears or something, but like <laughs> with like stock like, photos of BDSM stuff. Like I graduated in, in 2014. Yeah. Like early. And I had a laptop, you know, like why you're telling me this English major didn't have a laptop. She has a flip phone no. and, and you're going to like, I don't know. If I read like, books. I don't. Yeah. Books are my hobby. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm clumsy and I read books. And... Yeah, I'm gonna wear this slouchy boot to my what interview a... with a billionaire. Oh, which <laughs> she opens the door and instantly falls over because she doesn't know how to open pushed. a door. Yeah, she's pushed. Oh, by by the hot assistants. Yeah. Oh, is she pushed? Honestly, justice for those assistants. They put in way more work. Yeah, yeah. they've probably seen some horrible things. <laughs> Does she actually they're get pushed delivering by the... them dinner? They have to bring them. <laughs> yeah. di- they're staying. They're working overtime for this stupid sex contract. <laughs> it's like this is the fifth sex contract this week, Christian. 
<laughs> in his like weird uh-huh, red room guy. business room. I was like, what is this? I hate this. Like, did I should negotiate if I was in that room as a business person, I'd be like, can we please turn the lights on? Like, this is really weird. And him being like, no, I'm not doing that. And I'd be like, dude, I can't even see the contract. My eyes are straining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> straining. You're taking your top off. What's going on? Yeah, absolutely outrageous. I mean, like, have you guys both seen Secretary? No. No. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm happy for you that you get to see Secretary after watching this movie. Yeah. Um, because, was... wow, is that a better movie? <laughs> There's just silence and the silence of Tessie raising her arms up and <laughs> throwing her hands up in the air. <laughs> flusteringly. Um, yeah, I, I highly recommend. Like, if you if you want, like, an interesting palate cleanser after this one, that's it, for sure. Like, also, like... I mean, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but that was like, and I probably, when I did see it, it was like 20, but like, t- like genuinely titillating movie, I would say. Oh, good. As opposed to this one. It's a similar plot, not a billionaire, but it's like a boss and like his secretary and, and they're like weirdo BDSM adventures. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's so, better written for sure. Yeah, it's got Maggie Gyllenhaal and um, who's every that that guy, the best guy in um, Pretty in Pink. Oh, I feel like that specific question would. would uh, Tyler James Spader. Yes. Hey. <laughs> James Spader. I was like, it's yeah. not Ducky. It's the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, James Spader. Anyway, uh, you know, a recommendation for those of us who have watched but did not feel satisfied after yeah. this particular movie mm-hmm. um is okay so christian's brother is he the same guy who's like hooking up with uh anastasia Steele's roommate <laughs> who by yeah. the way that's like the fakest name ever anastasia Steele. but when she hyphenates her name by the third movie it'll be gray steel or steel, or steel gray, gray. Oh. Mm-hmm. pokemon steel gray <laughs> pokemon steel gray <laughs> um so her roommate's hooking up with her with his brother yes that's such like a close connection also uh but i guess it happens sometimes i don't know but anyways also her roommate is just really rude and weird yeah her like interview question is are you gay to the man <laughs> that's not yeah. even like rude that's just like what you're gonna get like sued for libel like you can't just ask that in an interview like it's yeah. so weird i like hey. how all her questions are really bad so she's like the worst journalist that ever lived to <laughs> yeah i asked my boyfriend like would you describe this woman as forgettable and he said yes and not even like from a look standpoint just like her character was written to like fade into the background she was also sick in the in the first like scene and then Anastasia comes back and she's like you're a goddess like I'm back on the top of my game baby about to write the best article I can find as soon as I google image some pictures of this guy yeah (laughs) maybe she's a better writer than she is a question asker yeah interviewer there that's the right word a question asker i'm a professional (laughs) question asker it's me the question asker (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely an old detective comic um 
Uh, okay, so not only just all that with her roommate, but she Anna asks her roommate if she wants a sandwich. She says no, and then steals her sandwich in front of her. Because <laughs> Anna's a sub. <laughs> She's eating a sub sandwich. <laughs> I don't think it's the sub actually. But uh, Lily was so shocked by that. She's just like, I would be so fucking pissed if my roommate <laughs> just stole my sandwich out of my hands. It looks like a really good sandwich too. That's yeah. How, I'm like, that's a bummer. <laughs> she just drove to Seattle from Portland and back. Like, I don't know. Come on. Yeah. And take her sandwich. Literally did a, a special thing for your friend and then they take your sandwich out of your hands. Yeah. That, that's cool. just mean. Yeah, so yeah, this, it's, it's her journey from being a sub to a dom and Christian's descent from being a dom to thinking he's a dom to going back to the sub he always was. But I don't even know if it's like that simple because, I mean, whatever. It's not like this movie's super complex either, <laughs> this story. But it's like at the same time, she's kind of like very, I was going to say virginal because there's the scene where she's literally just like, oh, I've like never had sex before. <laughs> well, she's a literal virgin, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and that was another scene where Lily was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, this is just too ridiculous. It's just the most extreme, like, writing. Yeah. Um, um, my Shane, my boyfriend, was, like, looking up the Reddit, <laughs> the Reddit threads on this movie, which, of course, are, like, an extra strange place on the internet when you, like, see the people who are still posting <laughs> this shit, like, well, yeah. after the franchise has ended. Um, and it's just, like, Dakota Johnson worshippers just mm. like people like really obsessed with her um okay. and I have a feeling that like that scene in particular where she's like I wouldn't know it's like part of it for sure yeah that gift plays over and over again yeah <laughs> <laughs> the one that encapsulates this entire movie yeah uh I, I really like it when Dakota Johnson um there she was she was on the ellen show on ellen DeGeneres. yes and then she dunks on ellen <laughs> yeah because didn't ellen say she invited her to her birthday but she didn't yeah and she's like no you didn't <laughs> yeah well she yeah like uh ellen was like why didn't you invite me to your birthday and she's like i did you never said anything yeah that's I, what it you was. want me to just say that you want me to show the receipts i have them and like, then they appear on Ellen's stupid big projector screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. But also, she has like, have you seen her like house tour? Ellen's or Dakota Johnson's? Dakota Johnson's. No. Her architectural nice digest house tour. Um, yeah, it was a nice house, but there was also this moment where she was like, Does she have a bunch of avocados of or something? Limes, yeah. Yeah, limes. <laughs> Love limes. Um, I like to keep a lot of them and so I like to display them in my home and people were really fucking upset when they found out that she was like joking because she sounded so serious in that moment about her huge ass bowl of limes that someone clearly staged in her kitchen <laughs> like I don't, I'm, I don't know she said something like I've never had a lime in my life or like I don't like them or I'm allergic or something like that that's really funny I, I like that just being dead serious and this is my bowl of limes that I love to yeah. display <laughs> absolutely bonkers architectural uh digest house tours the david harbour one's good too <laughs> i enjoyed that one uh i don't know should we talk about the actors a little bit yeah sure. dakota johnson uh people know that she's the daughter of melanie griffiths but i guess some people like sometimes 
it's not remembered that she's also Don Johnson's daughter, even though she has the same last name. Because it's just like, I don't know, two big, like, who has, like, she's a celebrity kid, basically, like, I don't know, Kurt Russell and Goldie yeah. Hawn, um, who, their son, I'm escaping, that his name I'm escaping. Can I, like, speak properly today? I just sound like Yoda or something. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian Yoda. It's very late. I don't, what was, what was Don Johnson? What was his deal? What, what was he? Yeah. Uh, he was on Miami Vice, like the mm-hmm. show. Okay. And he was just in like action movies and stuff and kind of had like a resurgence in the past like decade or so, I think. Like with, uh, he was in Knives Out and. Oh, okay. Is he the, other is he the dad in seen. Knives Out? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Isn't Dakota, or she was, Dakota Johnson was dating what's his face from Gwyneth Paltrow's ex who she consciously uncoupled from Brad Pitt no Chris <laughs> Chris whatever from Coldplay right oh, oh. yeah <laughs> yeah that's fucking wild Chris Martin yeah Chris Martin yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And then, of course, Melanie Griffith was Tippi Hedren's daughter, too. So she oh, yeah. So there's just a lot of, like, actor royalty there. And then Jamie Dornan, I don't really know about before this, but he went on to be in Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> <laughs> he was and... in, like, a British mystery show that I actually watched. One oh, time. The Killing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a very long time ago, I feel like, but yeah. Did you guys know in this movie there's an edited photo of him of Christian Grey and Elon sitting together? Cool. Cool. It's yeah. pretty gag worthy. I was like, that's that's uh I mean Elon Musk is literally in Iron Man 2. Yeah, he is, and it's upsetting then too. I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. No I stars. See, I need to see the screenshot. It's very throwaway talent. I'm telling you, you're just gonna find it on the internet. I need to find I'm trying to find it right now. Yeah, yeah I don't know. What about this movie? It really just, uh, it feels like it's written by someone who just, I mean, I just, how did this happen? What is the phenomenon? How did this happen? I don't. Honestly, though, I, that's how I feel about it. Like, how did this happen? And who is it for? You know, like, I get, like, when you, like, fan fiction is for someone specific, right? Like, you, I feel yes. like you can kind of, like, that's yours. Don't, don't even, no worries. That's cool. But once it becomes a movie, it really does become like, is this for like middle-aged women who are just tired and don't want to have to think about too much? Because that's kind of how this felt. It's like, (laughs) I want want something spicy, but like in a, in a Taco Bell way. (laughs) In a a Taco Bell way? Excuse me. Yeah. Like not complex at all. Let's just say Del Taco because Taco Bell is a future sponsor. Oh, Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was it will like, be. Oh my god, that's so like, you did it. <laughs> I would have been so thrilled for you. I, I would have too. Trust me. I'd be like, yeah, Tyler, what also, a surprise! To be clear, I would only drink Diablo sauce for a year <laughs> if that happened. Uh, oh, I guess I have. Monster would be great as well. So you know, <laughs> we don't take sides when it comes to that. Oh, that's true. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, sorry, I totally interrupted what you were saying. I mean, that's the point is, you know, just like, like, it didn't seem like interesting enough to be 
I don't know. It didn't seem like fun and exciting enough to be like written for a young person. And it didn't seem interesting enough for an older person who might have like gotten pretty close to doing exactly what they were showing on screen. It was like, okay, like that's it, you know? Like, yeah, yeah I don't it, know. Just, it just feels kind of lazy, I guess. It's just, I was confused. Um, lazy, lazy is the optimum term, I'd say too. But it's <laughs> also, yeah, it's like written by someone who. I mean, not that I'm an expert on it or anything, but I'm not, I'm also not saying that because I'm like trying to distance myself. It's just that I don't feel qualified to fully discuss it, but it's, it feels like someone who like a right, this book's written by someone who doesn't fully understand like the BDSM community and like how BDSM like relationships oh, yeah. work. It just like, like a periphery Google search of BDSM. <laughs> and like, yeah. she just blends in him being like really like, yeah control toxic and like abusive and possessive in yeah. ways that like have nothing to do with like a sexual relationship yeah um yeah. it mostly just shows how ill his mind is because he's obviously been through horrific trauma and yeah, like, his his previous dom obviously abused him with like the cigarette burns all over him yeah and none of that is addressed i thought that was interesting the first time he like takes off his shirt like oh yeah. that's got to be something and i'm glad it like became something about his character but I mean obviously it's like not a good thing that happened to him uh but it's like oh at least there's something in his backstory <laughs> it's yeah, not like just like something... I am guy I'm yeah. here you know it's like something there like point is like this is the only like intimacy he's ever known and he was hurt by a woman and so now he likes to go out and hurt women like that's his whole thing like yeah. there you go yeah so I'm not gonna say like it makes sense because <laughs> it's like hey you still shouldn't like you can still separate what you want to do with. Uh, it's just his serial killer modus operandi. You know? Like it's what you'd have on the board from like, what's that? Uh, what was that Netflix show that was out for a while <laughs> where they would like, they were like the first serial killer profilers. Oh. Um, um... Room Raiders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mindhunters. Yeah. yeah Mindhunter. Yeah, that was a good one, Tyler. So that's what their mind, the mind hunter of him would be. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know, I feel like women are sort of like conditioned to believe from the very beginning that their only like value is in being desired by mm-hmm. men, right? So like, there's like a part of this that feels sad knowing that it was written by just like a middle-aged woman who should have known that like a lot of this behavior was toxic and not at yeah. all like something that should be portrayed as like desirable even in even in like this like you know you can kind of get away with a lot by saying like I'm a bad boy and you shouldn't trust me (laughs) and 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 then you like do legitimately toxic shit and then and then but it's like hot oops you know so (laughs) yeah and and that doesn't really like make up for it you know what I mean like like calling it bad and then doing it and you're like, I know that was bad, but that's just me. Like, that's what he as a character is doing, but that's also what this movie is doing, you know, mm-hmm. in, in like presenting him as still like this like un- undeniable hot guy, you know? Mm-hmm. There's that, well, there's like towards the end of the movie or the end of the movie, I kind of wish it would have ended at the elevator closing. I'm like, that's a great cut to black the end moment. But then they choose to do a montage of their quote unquote relationship together. What were we were watching different movies? <laughs> I guess maybe we were. Maybe I maybe I watched the director's cut by mistake. <laughs> did maybe I watched the director's cut? Mine didn't didn't have any montage at all. It was oh, just... mine had a whole montage of their stupid relationship at the end, and it kind of like goes through like 
um like oh they had such a good relationship remember when he like bought her that new car remember when he took her on the helicopter remember when he sucked on her fingers during that breakfast scene where he did one nice thing for her um uh, remember when he got her those first editions i'm like i don't think these are people that love each other this is somebody who just aggressively bought a woman a bunch of things and then trapped her and then she left and i was so relieved when she left that apartment dude I did not see a lot of what you just described. Yeah, <laughs> really. I think I watched the director's edition because the ending of the theatrical cut, like she's leaving in the elevator. Yeah, and he and he says Anna, and she says Christian. Yeah, and the, the door is closed. Oh my god! Like, I had a full other scene of stupid montage. Stupid. I was like, how come it didn't end at the elevator? This is horrible. Yeah, straight yeah. up. Um. Yeah, I, I think you. I think you got the director's cut, dude. I got the director's cut. Okay, there you go. Um. Yeah. Guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Just, just Christian Grey's character. Just it kind of. I don't know. Maybe it's just been on my mind recently, especially with Death of the Nile coming out uh, mm-hmm. to theaters, and seemingly a lot of at least critics so far haven't really commented on it too much, but. I don't know, Christian Grey just reminds me of all the stuff with Army Hammer in a lot of ways. Oh. Um, wow. where it's just like I feel like Army Hammer is more interesting than this man in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they both seem to have abused people, you know? Sure. Like, but yeah, where it's just like mixing whatever you want to do in the bedroom is like, okay, yeah, as long as everyone's like, consenting and everything that's totally fine but then also being possessive and controlling to an extent where you're just like telling someone how to live their life beyond what they're comfortable with but then also Mm -hmm. just like assaulting or harassing people you know like yeah not that they ever say christian gray ever assaulted anyone or anything but it's just i don't know i don't know he comes close a couple times and i would say because she didn't sign any kind of agreement and he hit her that last scene is horrifying to me. I, I thought it was terrifying, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think she could sue him or at least out his like weird deviancy to the public and she'd be completely in the right. Yeah, I mean, it's not about like what he wants to do in the bedroom. It's more so like how he how he gets there, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, the whole thing is about them signing the paperwork, but they're doing things throughout the whole time. And it's just like, okay, like yeah. any of this, it's not... Like, you haven't signed the paperwork yet. (laughs) I think that's the point where, like, she's doming him emotionally, I guess, throughout this movie. Where at first he's like, how come you won't sign the paperwork? She's like, well, I'm not signing the paperwork because I'm better than that. And he goes, oh, you're right. (laughs) Which, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's not all, like, the whole whole movie's not terrible. Like, there's some scenes that I kind of liked, I guess. Like, when, um, when Christian's mom comes to visit... And right. he's like, she's like, where is he? He never sleeps in or whatever. And then he mm-hmm. like comes out and is like, hello, mother. Just talking to his mom, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Dakota Johnson comes ba- out behind them in like mm-hmm. wearing one of his shirts, whatever. And like Christian's mom meets her. And it's just like, oh, like this is something that probably the other women in his life like didn't do. Um, she says she'd like, never seen him with a woman like before. So out of character. Like, he's like so freaking uptight. Like, no face touching but then he's also like could be my mom and yeah. the mother's clearly a post-coital moment like mm-hmm. what? <laughs> yes 
Oh, wait, did he say to meet her, meet his mom, though? Or did she? I thought she just did it, like, to control him in some way. He you know? definitely isn't I mean, upset he did, about yeah, it. Yeah, he wasn't mad about it. And he and she's wearing his shirt. And there's a lot about it that seems like if he didn't explicitly tell her to come out, then he's, he's I don't know, not mad about it at all. Yeah, it That's seems like right. at first he's like, he's, like, saving face. And like, oh, hi, mom. Like, no, you got to go. And the Dakota Johnson comes out like, hi! <laughs> yeah, absolutely bizarre to me. Yeah, I guess it would make more sense if, if he she did say like or if he said, hey, don't like don't come out here. But there's just little moments where, like I like her character progression, I guess, because she's becoming more assertive and it's like taking him down a peg. Just not like a base yeah. value that's like entertaining. But I don't know. The second half of this movie, I don't even honestly know what really happens. Like I was watching it and just like it just kept on going. Like it's like another half an hour in this movie that doesn't really need to be there. For sure. Dude, I'm looking up just pictures of this movie on Google. And um, I just typed in Fifty Shades of Grey. And then up at the top, there's like a bunch of like recommended words like playroom, anesthesia, book, contract. And the next one is cucumber. Cucumber. If you click on it, it's a bunch of pictures of cucumbers that people found in a theater. Oh, God. (laughs) Like... I imagine there's they're unused because many... there's nothing to do anything to. Uh, what? It's just <laughs> nothing good. It's not. It's not titillating. It's not sexy. It's just boring. Yeah. It's, it's, but there's uh, a bunch of pictures of this. Cinema ushers keep finding cucumbers at Fifty Shades Darker screenings. <laughs> Gross. People are so nasty. <laughs> or at least really committed to a bit. It's one yeah. of the two things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a, a, a real joker dropping cucumbers around the theater. What if what if in the playroom there was a refrigerator full <laughs> of spa water? <laughs> full of like little snacks or something. Just being like, yeah, good game, dude. Good job. Here, I have fruit snacks and orange slices and a bunch of like Fiji water. It's gonna be great. Yeah, a little watermelon. Good game. <laughs> good game. Slices. Just an Uroboros of slapping each other's butts. Going good game. Good game. Good game. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. The playroom sounds so unsexy to me that like I wish it was. I wish it was like Xboxes and Settlers of Catan and stuff. You know, like, yeah, right. it's just a bunch of board games and stuff. Because yeah. you got the board games, got a big screen TV in here, got a DVD collection. It's pretty sick. If you lose, he's like, oh, he's a cinephile. <laughs> yeah, any eroticism in this movie? It's mostly like uh, I was surprised that there was more nudity and like uh, erotic stuff going on in this movie than I expected just because I thought it would be like bare minimum just because of the target audience and like who I don't know I just I thought it'd be more tame honestly but at the same time the way they shoot it is incredibly tame yeah it's just that they showed Dakota Johnson's boobs like 80 times oh yeah and like that's about it Mm -hmm. Maybe they show Christian's get, butt like once, you know? Maybe because of the yeah. director's cut, I saw pubes from Christian Grey at one point. Yeah, you do it. see like, and like the start of a dong for sure. Yes. I was like, ah! Yeah. The, you know? The dawn of the dong. <laughs> dawn of dong. <laughs> but you definitely don't see like, yeah, he's definitely not just like. Uh, it's no euphoria. No. He's not Brunoing it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Iconic. But like, wasn't it kind of big news that she had to have a butt double for some for something? Oh, was it? Oh, 
or she chose or wanted one or something yeah sure i mean yeah, it's the thing too. It's just like, uh, like she's comes from this lineage of of actors, basically. Like, her grandma was a great actor and everything too. And uh, this is kind of the first movie she's known for. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like I think this is kind of like the, one of the first things that people kind of knew her from, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. what made her famous. Yeah, and it's just like she has to be naked in like a lot of this movie. I apparently so. she needed the butt double because she has a tattoo on her butt. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. It's silly to me because like there's makeup for that stuff. But okay. Yeah, I think there'd be a funny scene of Christian be like, "You have a tattoo on your bottom." I know. It's her first kiss, but not her first tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I presented. She lived a little. Well, we did have a butt double for. Dakota, I had the pleasure of casting an untattooed bottom. The Oscar nominated cinematographer said some of the most bizarre moments of his 25-year-long career happened while filming Fifty Shades. Johnson had a kind of patch that went over her pubic area and right round her whole body. We were in the curious situation in post-production of adding pubic hair. That's great. Yeah. yeah There's like that one scene where she's like laid out too and they're like about to do, I think, it might be when she's like losing her virginity or whatever. So much of this movie takes place during the day, which surprised me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so much day interior stuff. But um, and she's like laying down. Christian's too sad playing the piano. Yeah, that's too. He's just playing Bella's lullaby, but like. I wish. But anyway, she's like laying down and it's like, yeah, I don't know. It looked like fake pubes or whatever like it just looked like like a costume prop from a like one of those like fake beards from like a halloween store or something you know yeah sure yeah okay okay never mind <laughs> no i just like that's funny uh i forgot that seamus mcgarvey shot this what else has he shot uh atonement oh okay uh, godzilla <laughs> The oh. Avengers, Anna Karenina. He was he, he's worked with Joe Wright a lot. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think now, was this movie was this movie beautifully shot? I think it's fine. I don't know. Like I don't. I well, actually, I mean, it looks better than it should. There's some know? stuff in that glider that's nice. The glider. Oh, the glider oh. is kind of fun. Yeah. Oh my god, the glider was like we need a scene for the boyfriends, like because every single one of these has come out on Valentine's Day, right? yeah so like yeah we needed we need some airplane action for because i was like and... because they tow that thing and then it glides I'm like oh that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> i mean i think that the cinematography was was um good good particularly like you know like the crazy like great thing that she like hooks her up to or whatever that was yeah. cool hmm? that was cool looking um like the... yeah i mean this movie definitely doesn't look bad and like I, I like uh generally like the movies that seamus mcgarvey shoots like he did bad times at el royale too which mm. is a movie i didn't enjoy actually but i really like the way it looks <laughs> you didn't like bad times at el royale no not really well, that was pretty good it's really long just like Fifty really shades long. of gray mm-hmm. <laughs> just like 50 shades of gray I gotta say though, I'm excited to do sexual battle with the evil Dom in the next movie or the next two movies. Sexual uh, battle? 
yeah, like I imagine it's going to be psychological warfare between Anna and this secret woman. Oh, the Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, the Mrs. So she Robinson. She sent this text oh. one time. The one time that she's like, "Who? You, oh, a friend, Mrs. Robinson? Question mark. Dot dot dot." <laughs> I don't know why he just wouldn't said like no. <laughs> yeah, like, whole conversation was bullshit. But I was just like, you you're really gonna make this poor fictional character send a text with a question mark and a dot dot dot. Like that's so boomer. <laughs> so boomer. <laughs> like it really is. You know, you know who wrote this movie when you mm-hmm. see that shit. Dot 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 dot. Fifty Shades uh, of Grey, Mrs. Robinson. Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, so I'm I'm ex- I'm curious how that's going to go because I'm like, oh, a villain will emerge in the piece soon. This will be interesting. Mm. Yeah. Is the next one like rated better overall? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I honestly don't know. I kind of don't want to know. I kind of just want to watch these movies and write them out, feel yeah. them out. Yeah. Um, it's about the director. Get to Mamma Mia. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was gonna make a Peter Pan reference, but I forgot the quote. Uh, um, straight on till morning. Yeah, straight on till morning. The right. Uh, the director is Sam Taylor Johnson. She all I've honestly never seen in her other movies, but I don't know. She directed Nowhere Boy with Aaron Taylor Johnson, who is her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Aaron Taylor Johnson, the actor, he's in stuff. He's in yeah. a lot of things, including Tenet. Um, <laughs> he's in Tenet. But I don't know. She's like one of those directors that I always like know about, but like I've never seen much of her movies. Is she that like, is her relationship with that guy controversial? I think it's only controversial because they're like 15 or no, they're like 23 years difference in age like he's 23 years younger and i think mm-hmm. that's why it's controversial uh i think they got married when he was really young he was like let's see well he was like 22 when they got married yeah but i mean like there's that's kind of bullshit that's controversial i mean whatever like i don't know more about it but it's like that happens so many so much with men you know yeah, I think it's controversial because around. they started like working together when he was underage or whatever. Oh, really? I think that that's the Ooh. part of it. Gotcha. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. Weird all around. Well, what was your guys' favorite part of this movie? <laughs> yeah. Silence. I guess that answers the question. I guess I liked like his shiny floor. I think that was my favorite part. His shiny floor? Yeah, like when she comes and walks out and they go in for like a round two after she loses her virginity. Mm-hmm. And he's like playing the piano. Yeah. Um, the floor is really shiny and like the whole it city is. is like reflected in it. That and is nice. I liked that moment. I was like, that city is pink and it's making the whole room look great. That's your point. Floor and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the best moment. Tyler, what was your favorite part? Um, my favorite part was when she fell through the door. 
<laughs> that was <laughs> funny. But um, my favorite scene is maybe when they're actually going over the contract and everything, because I think that that scene is more titillating than any like physical contact they have in this entire film. Agreed. Agree. Because they're just like, they're just bringing up things, especially for like an audience that wouldn't typically be seeing something like this. Um, like they're just going over <laughs> the all the signing of an NDA. <laughs> well, yeah. But it also feels like playful. It's like business, but playful and like it is a little sexy at the same time. Yeah, they do have like the best chemistry in that scene. Yeah, than, they do. Than any other place in, in the movie. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they're negotiating everything. And like, I don't know, they're talking about like, anal fisting and genital clamps i'm like that's pretty uh extreme compared to anything that's in this movie you know mm-hmm. like especially compared for like he's really feather. disappointing about, disappointed about that fisting thing too he's like vaginal no <laughs> yeah. like, okay he does look disappointed um yeah well <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know the most erotic scene of all, the peacock feather. Yes. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know, man. Leslie like, rolls her eyes in the background. No, yeah. it's like, it's so goofy. It really is. Like, I just, he's like, oh, I'm like a super sadist, scary. And like, again, like we, we touched on it. It's, it's light booping. It's being like stroked by feathers and tickled apparently. And it's just like. He thinks he's so cool. He does. He thinks he is like the living shit. <laughs> it's just like yeah. really I mean, lame, dude. I I will say in the defense of the booping, which is not cool. And, <laughs> and not, like a I treatise on booping. That he was trying to like convince her, like, oh, these these like um it's pain, pain bearers can also bring pleasure and be like sweet and tender. And mm. I'm like trying to ease you into using them and also get you used to like, you know, yeah. finding this pleasurable. But yeah, it's it makes really sense, boring to watch. Like, yeah, except like that's the extent of what we see them do that's really like anything at all. <laughs> right, right. And when you're like constantly hyping yourself up as this like monster. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, he, he goes from zero to a hundred in the last scene, but then it's like, I need middle ground. I need like the part where she's like, oh, this is fun. Pain is fun. And not to go straight to like, no, that was horrible. Yeah. Like any yeah. sex scene in this is like not really titillating to me. It's more so just like when they both seem to like be having a good time. I'm like, well, I'm glad they're both enjoying this. <laughs> most of the time it seems like one of them's really not. And it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But I mean, the thing with that last scene too, when she's asking to be shown how bad it can get. Mm-hmm. I just really struggle to believe that that's how bad it can get. Yeah, because he's like, scars all over his body. Like, I really fucking doubt it. But that's the weirdest shit you get into is like spanking, essentially. Like, yeah, but do we want like a 10 minute long scene of him doing like the scariest shit possible, this sad little girl? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, no. However, why advertise that for an hour and a half yeah. <laughs> if that's yeah. not what we're leading up to? Mm-hmm. And it's then, really... and then on top of that, for her to be like, oh, I, "So this is what you want to do to me?" And it's like he's been telling you that the whole time. Yeah, like, he's like, "I want to do worse." <laughs> yeah, you knew that. I don't know. Not, it's I a... guess. Yeah, it's to each their own. But like, I wouldn't have been surprised. You know, that's the last thing I would have been. 
It's just like talking up a lot of stuff that just the hype of this, as well as all, what all the characters in this movie are saying. Yeah. Just so much talking up and it ends up being like not much mm-hmm. really going on. And ultimately just pretty boring. Yeah. I think this movie's biggest sin is that it's boring. Oh. We forgot to talk about how he's 50 shades of fucked up. <laughs> It's like the weak, the lamest line. <laughs> Fifty shades of fucked up. Oh, all I was gonna say about the director is that uh, the director Sam Taylor Johnson had <laughs> issues with uh, E.L. James, the author of the book, like, <laughs> and like decided to not do the sequels. Oh, she found I really it difficult to, know what to issues work. Those were. She found it difficult to work with the author, I guess. And she's like, wow. I'm guessing E.L. James was like really persistent about what the words of the script were something like that oh that i don't know for sure something yeah that's just my assumption el james and jk rowling should write a script together pointed silence yeah Yeah. okay (laughs) (laughs) why not um any last thoughts either of you hmm my last thoughts are godspeed to you two who have two more movies to get through <laughs> thank you uh, my thoughts are i'm excited for when we see the scary evil dom arrive i feel like that'll bring a little bit more drama to the situation so yeah i hope excited that for that at some point yeah right it has to she's just brought for... up enough my i need her here otherwise it's gonna be a giant waste of time for me just for mm-hmm. something to happen mm-hmm. uh How about you tyler final thoughts? i guess i already said it it's not very titillating it's uh mostly boring uh i like it when he shows up in scenes even though he's supposed to be two hours away uh (laughs) the helicopter montage is pretty funny uh overall uh not worth the price of admission no (laughs) unless you bring a cucumber just drop it on the theater floor not for any use, but uh, to just leave it there for someone to have to clean up and yeah. just make their lives even worse. <laughs> uh, this movie made $570 million worldwide. Wowie. On a $40 million budget, which is bigger than I expected, honestly. Yeah, that's that's still not much, though. That's like, it's, it's, it's like newer paranormal activity budget. <laughs> Yeah, the newest the newest one's probably something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's currently the fourth highest grossing film directed by a woman. Huh. Oh, wow. Do you know okay. do you know one of the movies that's behind Connery? Mm. Funny funny girl. <laughs> yeah, it has to be one we've covered. Yes. <laughs> but it will be one we cover because it's behind Mamma Mia. Oh, I, I was gonna say Mamma Mia, but I was like, I'm too scared to say Mamma Mia. <laughs> Uh, as well as Kung Fu Panda 2 and Wonder Woman. Okay. Wow. It's Kung the fourth Fu highest. Panda 2. Yeah. It's the fourth highest grossing R-rated film of all time behind The Hangover Part 2, The Passion oh. of the Christ, and The Matrix Reloaded. Huh. All Take of that. which we'll cover on the franchise. We're going to cover The Passion of the Christ? Yeah. Mel Gibson's making that sequel, right? Oh, jeez. You know how much we love and support Mel Gibson on this podcast? As if we don't. <laughs> Don't take that sound bite. <laughs> Don't take my dry voice as anything but sarcasm. 
<sighs> well, that was Fifty Shades of Dumb. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I wrote was. down. And it's a bummer. Uh, yeah, and I wrote down. Despite all my rage, I still had to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Despite all my rage. Ultimately, you're stuck in a cage. Mm-hmm. The gilded cage of Christian Grey. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope it's more exciting than that, too. I hope we're over this weird-ass slump and mm-hmm. we get some real drama and better planes. Yeah, better I need, like... I need Christian flashback scenes in the new one. I need. I want Dakota Johnson flashback scenes. I want the evil Dom lady to emerge, and I don't know, maybe like set his corporate office on fire, and just like really, mm. really lean into it. I need this whole thing turned to like a dramatic, like weird love anime story where like somebody's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he doesn't even have any like like they take the helicopter and that glider thing, but like Edward has cooler cars than him. It's true. <laughs> like when he shows all the cars, I'm like, oh, you have like one cool car. The rest of these are kind of lame. She's like, which one's yours? And he's like, all of them. And I like, like audibly scoffed. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God. She's like, oh, whoa, that is so hot because I actually do a lot of driving. Welcome to my world. He like slightly boops all the cars. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the alarms just go off. <laughs> And you're just standing there reveling in it. Not to be confused with your Fraser alarm. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Fraser alarm. Yeah. Well, it's just like, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Well, Tesla game changer deal. Thank Woo-hoo. you so much for covering 50 Shades of Grey with us. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. I, I mean, was... not, not that much pleasure, but you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pain, pain and pleasure. <laughs> we might end up being Hellraisers by the, by the end of this, I feel like, mixing all this pain and pleasure. Oh, Xenobites. Mm-hmm. We'll become our own Xenobites. Yes. Sounds good. And then Caprice will uh, appear upon our podcast. <laughs> yeah, it just spontaneously appears. Oh, we're doing, Hell, we're doing what's called Hellraiser? <laughs> Patron saint of Hellraiser. <laughs> Caprice Casano. Anyways, Tesla, thank you for joining. Once again, you on our podcast, The Franchise. Do you have anything to plug before we go? No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Think so. Uh, nothing at all? I don't know. Do something good for the environment and fuck yeah. Amazon. Yeah. There you go. Take that, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. <laughs> Connery, do you have anything to butt plug? <laughs> What's a butt plug? <laughs> It's anal fisting. <laughs> uh, well, my general clamp company is going out of business, so we can't <laughs> do that anymore. Uh, no, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, you'll also enjoy tabletop role-playing games. You'll probably enjoy Starship Impala. It's an actual play role-playing game, but not that kind of role-playing game podcast, where me and four other amazing friends play the Starfinder game. It's on the Apple the Apple Podcast app and SoundCloud. So yeah, find us there. Tyler, would you have a plug? Oh, you didn't say it the same way as but, me. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, <laughs> follow me on Instagram at Tammy Vice for any potions I've been doing. Uh, I worked on a movie that's, uh, oh yeah, on Amazon. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. They, pay, they paid me big bucks to silence <laughs> myself, man. Um, <laughs> It's called Encounter. 
uh, starring Riz Ahmed and Octavia Spencer. And it was fun to work on. I traveled all over the deserts of California shooting this sci-fi thriller family drama movie thing. Nice. Awesome. Um, yeah, check that out on Amazon Prime if you so choose. But also uh, Jeff Bezos, Bad, bad Man. Badman Bezos. Uh, follow us at the Franchise Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, everywhere else. Email us at the Franchise Podcast at gmail.com for any questions, comments, con- uh, compliments, concerns, uh, mm. clamps. Clamps. <laughs> good. Please, good. Please, please give us five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts. It'll help us to grow the show and gain more podcast dominance mm. so don't forget to subscribe <laughs> yeah <laughs> to get every new episode coming out uh stay tuned for 50 shades darker okay. with another like guest. Dorker. and until next time anna Christian. okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> goodbye everybody bye, bye. <laughs>